When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time is it? The time is podcast time. It's podcast time. Welcome. Look in here. Oh, hi. it's like Vegas. No clocks. No clocks. There are no windows and no doors. It's like the haunted mansion. Hey. Welcome to What Difference Does It Make? Hi, Dave. Hi, Holly. How are you? I am great. Thank you. We have a special guest today. We do. Hello. There. This is my daughter, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hi. How's it going? Good. We're going to have some questions for you later on. That uh, sounds good. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about summer songs. Summer songs. But I don't know how familiar she's going to be with the summer's 80 songs. Although I have picked some you are going to be familiar with. You'd be surprised. I mean, most of my knowledge of 80s music comes from just existing around my house as a child. This music was always just on, so it's sort of burned into my brain somewhere. So through osmosis, you you kind of absorbed a lot. Exactly. So without saying the words rush or evanescence, (laughs) when you think of 80s music, who are like three artists that come to mind? Um, We were talking about missing persons in the car. Yeah, that's about it right now. I'm sure more, I'm sure if I heard the names, it would register and I could identify it with the sound. Does Madonna mean anything to you? Not so much. I know she was one of your favorites, I remember. How about Depeche Mode? Actually, people my age are listening to Depeche Mode. They really made a comeback. And like there are some some artists nowadays, like um, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, for example, who are kind of in that style. Ah. And you mentioned you love Chromio, who are super 80s. I do like Chromio, yeah. When I went to my first concert, they said that they chose electro-funk as their genre because... Everyone hates electro-funk. <laughs> That's what they said. If they said that in the show, mm-hmm. during the show? That's how they introduced themselves. Is that your first concert? No. No. My first concert was actually an Evanescence concert when I was eight years old. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And you've seen them a couple times? One, two, how many times? Probably a dozen now. <laughs> Somewhere up there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But back to Chromio, I think I did say, because I hadn't heard anything from them, I'd heard of them, but I hadn't heard any of their music before you went to your first show. And I commented that they sounded, you know, 80s-ish. Very much so. Yeah. You should look them up. Yeah. No, I've, I yeah. know now I'm familiar. I'm oh, okay. not too familiar, but I know their sound. They also say they sort of take inspiration from Hall & Oates. There you go. There's another 80s band. Yeah.
Hall and Oates, would you recognize what they look like? Not what they look like, but definitely what they sound like. Okay. Um, they have a few like pretty distinct songs. Uh, my dad used to call them Harlan Oates, like it was one guy and his name was Harlan Oates. <laughs> yeah. Just a tidbit. I know. Yeah, my dad he wondered who Dr. Durr was. Like, <laughs> no, it's Dre. Right? Please. <laughs> Short for Andre. Yeah. 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 Like, what's your summer song? What's your summer jam? You're, you jump in the car and you're going to listen to what? Well, actually, we were actually, me and a couple of friends were just talking about how for the years that we've been in college, Drake has dominated the song of the summer cycle. Every year he's, I don't know if he's actually won that award, but he's definitely like, he's the person you associate with kind of the song of the summer. But I don't know how, if he'll sort of like stand the test of time in the same way that a lot of these 80s bands did. Or do? It's yeah. funny you say that because not not everybody would agree that these '80s many have, but not all of them have stood the test of time. Right. But Drake, I, I don't know. He might be a perennial. So, what's the song? What is is there a Drake song for this summer? So he actually just dropped a couple songs after the Raptors it, one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they have as much hit potential as last summer. Nice for what? Or God's plan? Or the year before that? It was one dance. Grips on your ways, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Streets not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away. OT, OT. There's never much love when we go OT. I pray to make it back in one piece. I pray, I pray. That's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. We are talking about summer, so we're going to talk about some summer songs. Summer favorites, summer related songs. Yes, things that make you think of summer. Things not necessarily they came out in the summer, but... Uh, it makes you want to uh, drive in a convertible and you know drive down PCH. And- we can do that year round. <laughs> well, I'm pretty just much saying. except for today. Okay. See, I did choose a lot. I chose a, a couple of summer songs, a few summer so- songs that may evoke summer to me, but I also chose some that were released in summer. All right, what's on deck? What do you got? Number one. This one doesn't really make me think of summer, but I'm starting with ACDC. You shook me all night long. <laughs> she was a fast machine. She cut the water.
It's a great start. It is. It is a great start. Do you know the song, Chelsea? I've heard it play on our pinball machine, our ACDC pinball machine at yes. home. Well, how about that? There you go. Is See? that the only place you've heard the song? Uh, I probably have to hear it to tell you. Uh, we started yeah. playing it in clubs, and it's one of those songs that people just rush onto the dance floor. Bizarre, because it's, it's ACDC. Cr- it's crazy, right, because it is a, a rock band. Before there was Guns N' Roses, there was, was, ACDC. There was ACDC. They played, basically, it's ACDC was kind of like a band that was able to play the same song, like the Ramones. They played the same song over mm-hmm. and over and over again, but they were different in their own way. Yeah. And it just... Phenomenal. Well, this is from this one. You shook me all night long is from Back in Black from 1980. It only made it to 35 here. And it was the first single with the new lead singer after Bon Scott died. And the lead why, singer died after a drinking binge. That's why it was called Back in Black. The inspiration for this song came from seeing images of American girls while recording in the Bahamas. You can't get any more summer than that. I guess not. There's the connection. <laughs> Do you know that some of the some copies of the single were incorrectly pressed? That I guess I guess the label said, <laughs> the label said, you shook me all night long. But the song they actually was on the pressing was "Shake a Leg." Yeah, I remember "Shake a Leg." Yeah, sounds a lot like "You Shook Me All Night Long." That's <laughs> most of their songs do. <laughs> but still, yeah. great. I don't know how they were able to do that. I mean, that's that's a talent. So the, this lead singer, as I'm looking to Chelsea, the uh, Angus Young is the guitarist, and he dressed up in like a, a schoolboy outfit, like, like shorts, shorts, and shorts, and a backpack. He wore a backpack on stage and a little cap. He's like five foot five, and he literally, like up and down, he was the entire show just bobbed his head back and forth, back and forth. And he did like a little Chuck Berry dance with his leg. I mean, it's highly entertaining. It it was, you know, usually the lead singer is the star of the show for ACDC. It was, yeah, this was Angus Young's band, and he was front and center. So Brian Johnson also kind of a, has a unique look, but yeah. you know, but he just he just sits there and you know he sings the songs. It has an incredible, incredible voice. Hopefully, it's still there. Okay, enough ACDC. What do you have? All right, with summer, I think of movies, and so of these. Of course, you do. Yeah, the first five songs I'm going to mention are all from movies. You're picking one of mine. I know you are. Probably this is a album that came out actually 35 years ago today. Today, yep, 35 years ago. I jumped in my Dodge Colt Turbo and uh, drove to Licorice Pizza and picked up what I pick up. Well, the soundtrack from The Karate Kid. No. Cruel Summer, Bananarama. No. No, I did not pick that up. But that, is, that will be one of my songs later on. But no, uh, Purple Rain came out. Uh, the album came out today. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I was so not going there. I didn't even I come to Purple sure. Rain. No, because it's also the 35th anniversary of Karate Kid. Is that right? Yes, it is right. 1984 was a magical year. That's the year I graduated high school. Yeah. Very magical. So yeah, this was, I probably graduated like a week ago. I think I probably already had the single, but so I was primed to to get the album. I was very excited. I remember I was on my, my way to, to work at Toys R Us. I remember exactly where I was like driving up Victory Boulevard. I was on Kiss FM when Doves Cry came on and I, I think I almost like got an accident. Like what? <laughs> I got so excited. This is the greatest like, thing ever. It, it really was. Yes. I mean, it was just, it was unlike anything I'd ever heard before. Yeah. It was just, it was just insane. You know, it starts off with that guitar lick, drum beat comes in and that, that, that computerized voice, uh, you know, whatever, you know, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the piano, I mean, just everything. It's and Prince. Just, <laughs> I 
had 1999. I was, I love that album. And, you know, I just kind of discovered Prince. And then this thing came out, this single came out. Uh, I think it came out in May and just blew my mind. And still blows my mind to this day. Still cool. So I think, of course, I, th- I think of uh, Summertime and this song. And you remember the video with the door, you know, you're yes. watching the video, you hear the, the guitar sound, the door is open. As the camera zooms in, there's Prince in a bathtub, as he is. And then he stands up and he, big if you will, the picture. It's beautiful. I, I mean, I just love everything about it. It's a very good choice. Yeah, so that's, that's my first song. Chelsea, does your generation know and like Prince? I know you know him, but... Yeah, I mean, I would say so, yeah. Okay. Have you seen Purple Rain? No. Okay, it's, it's a little misogynistic. There's one scene where they, they throw a, a woman in a trash can who's not kind of speaking out to Morris Day. That oh. scene, remember that scene? They're, they don't treat women kindly in this movie looking back on it but the the performances are just phenomenal you know there's still some great things about the movie there. Well, i haven't watched great. it since then so oh, i you can't should. you know and my perspective is different there's a uh, the prince uh, originals just came out he's yes. doing the demos for the, the, songs, the songs that he wrote yeah that others yeah others. so like jungle love is on there have you heard i haven't oh yeah and it's amazing in that I mean, he plays all the instruments. Everything was already set up. Like, all right, now just more stay and the time you do your thing. This is the way, this is how it is. This yeah. is how it's framed. And it's pretty much, uh, you know. Exactly. Not, not, yeah. But it's Prince. Right. It's, exactly. So it's kind of, it's it's a great lesson. Here, I don't his know why voice I haven't listened that. to it yet. That's such a, I feel like we waited for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Prince was the best. Yes. Still is the best. Okay, Off well, then you. I already gave away my next song because I thought it was yours. Okay, so um, we'll share this because I also put Cruel Summer. Okay, it's funny. It was not on my original list. I had dinner with a friend last night. My friend Jorge was in town. Shout out to weeks. Jorge. He's here announcing the Gold Cup for Fox Oh, Fox Sports. Nice. Yes. We had dinner last night, and I was telling him what today's topic was, and he, of course, came to Cruel He's a huge Karate Kid fan. Who isn't? Chelsea? Oh, oh please. Don't. <laughs> I... I chastise her occasionally because she did not uh, expose, expose you to the classics. No movies because you don't like movie too many movies. There was an episode of How I Met Your Mother where they feature the guy who's supposed to be the villain in the Karate Kid, the original one. Billy Zabka. Oh, Billy Zabka, the greatest villain in the 80s. He played the villain in a lot of teen comedies. Yeah. El Camino um, Grand. They went to school with him. Dad. Really? Dad That's and so funny. Dave went to school at high school with Billy. Yeah. And William, they, though he goes by now, William Zabka. They actually, yeah, they paint him as like the the best villain. He's so good that he's almost becomes like... Like an iconic char- villain? One of the characters in How I Met Your Mother aspires to be him and not the one that you're supposed to Daniel. aspire to be. The other one. Ralph Macchio. Guy. Ralph Macchio, exactly. Sure is a big poster of the Karate Kid above your bed. Hey, Karate Kid's a great movie. It's the story of a hopeful young karate enthusiast whose dreams and moxie take him all the way to the All-Valley Karate Championship. Of course, sadly, he loses in the final round of that nerd kid. But he learns an important lesson about gracefully accepting defeat. Wait, when you watch The Karate Kid, you actually root for that mean blonde boy? No, I root for the scrawny loser from New Jersey who barely even knows karate. When I watch The Karate Kid, I root for The Karate Kid, Johnny Lawrence from the Cobra Kai Dojo. Get your head out of your ass, Lily. That's really funny. So he's a, he is an icon. I mean, I knew he was an icon. Of course he's an icon. It's Billy Zabka. So Jorge insisted that I use this because this is the 35th anniversary of the release of The Karate Kid. It came song. out in 1984, the greatest year ever. <laughs> yes. 
Well, actually, I must tell you, this song was originally released in England in 1983. But yes, it didn't become a hit until 84 when Karate Kid put it on the soundtrack. That yes. was the, the scene where uh, Daniel's heading to school, flirt, flirts with Allie, shows him some soccer moves. <laughs> it's iconic. Yeah. It's a, it's just a yeah. great, great scene. And yeah, that, that song, Bananarama, with the three, three girls singing, yeah. usually... You sing, you know, it wasn't really harmony. It was just, they were all they sing singing together, the same. Yeah, so they, they all sing together. Yeah. yeah. They're great, and their voices blend so well together. Love Bananarama, which I think you know. Or Bananarama. Bananarama. This was not one of my favorite Bananarama songs. And I was not originally going to put it on my list, but after speaking to Jorge last night, I decided it was a necessity. Jorge sounds like a very smart man. He's pretty smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and a great soccer announcer, too. Okay, well, see, that's another reason he probably recommended Cruel Summer because Daniel's trying to show off his uh, his, <laughs> his soccer moves. They're playing soccer. Just the kids didn't play soccer in 1984. Like very few kids play very, soccer in 1984. Yeah. As it was obvious, if you watch the scene again, you watch these kids going, "Oh my god, they've, they've never yeah, played this they, game before, and they have no idea what they're doing." But the people watching didn't know either because I it was didn't. a big sport. No, I am going to take Jorge on the Karate Kid tour of Reseda. Uh, yeah, we're taking him to Reseda, to the apartment building on, Sa- I think it's on Satakoy. Oh, is that uh, right? I don't think I've ever I been think, there. I think, yeah. Uh, on the Karate Kid location tour. There's some that are, you know, farther out, but mostly in the valley. Yeah, yeah. he's been dying to do this for years. I love that. <laughs> they redid Karate Kid. It's on YouTube. They, Co- like a, Cobra an up, Kai. An, yeah. Yep. An updated version of it. I haven't seen it. He's been lobbying me to watch this. I guess there's been two seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're in it. I, Ralph Macchio and Billy Zabka. Oh, William Zabka. I have to watch it. And you, will you promise to watch Karate Kid? I do. I promise, actually. Because yeah, I will. That'll watch. That. That'll be thrilled to watch. Because it. that's yeah, it's a legit like teen comedy. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. And I always recognize that there are significant gaps in my cultural, my general sort of cultural knowledge. I just I'm not someone who particularly enjoys the act of sitting down to watch a movie. Um, I'm much more into TV shows, but I, I recognize that there are things <laughs> that I just should should know. Yeah, it is like that now. It's episodic things now that everyone watches, but because I'm a, I'm be, because of this. yeah, because of YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, we all we had was we had the three channels, and we had and we had VCR movies. So it was Max. yeah, it was just movies really. That was that was it for us. Yeah. I mean, have you are you familiar with the movie? This is called Back to the Future. I am familiar. Have not seen the Back to the Future movies. Oh, <laughs> I've. Uh, <laughs> Ridden the ride before it became the Simpsons ride at Universal uh, Studios. That doesn't count. It's <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm I mean, embarrassed. I know I should be embarrassed. This is so good. 
Another is, one you can get you, dad to watch. You wouldn't be embarrassed if if people knew the kinds of movies that I enjoyed and the kinds of movies no. that I do know. You wouldn't be embarrassed, but they don't. No, I know. So. There's there's high culture movies. There's there's a wide variety of movies, but you, you do need your base. Like you, you got your the, team. This is a base. But and this is right. I, but this is what we grew up on. So I mean, it's important. It means a lot to us because this is what we you know when we were your age, like literally when we were your age. This is the movie I saw over and over and over again in a movie theater. My next song is from a movie, too. Okay. Can you guess what it is? I picked this one for my kids. You picked this one for your kids? Yes. But I don't know that they know it's from a movie. All right. Keep going. You can't guess? Well, once I tell you who was <laughs> in the lo- movie, you'll know. Okay. Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. So you're, uh, are you going to the danger zone? No. <laughs> okay. I'm guessing. Another I'm Tom to- Cruise movie, Cocktail. Oh, come on. Over Top Gun? Yeah, because Kokomo. Okay. So when I think of the worst songs of all time, I think of Kokomo. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts a little but that's okay so why do you love so, coco i know because I, my kid I, I'm, I'm gonna let my daughter explain why this why oh, we so are this, fans of oh so song. you're into this so i, I, I will even, take that back then well no. i don't even know i don't know who the artist is i don't know where this song came from i don't know why it became such a thing but yeah i'm sure you've talked about this before but uh we used to take road trips with my grandparents and they I mean, my grandfather would just blast this in the car. And my brother and I found it catchy. I don't know. We would always, it would just be something we sang all the time. Okay. So that's nice. So so that's why it means a lot to me, but it's from the cocktail soundtrack, this movie starring Tom Cruise. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you, Bermuda, Bahama, Actually, I did. I was going to say that. I didn't want to be wrong, but yeah. Yes, with John Stamos on drums. Okay. John Stamos, Uncle Jesse. One of the only reasons I say that's one of the worst songs of all, that hurts me. It's because the Beach Boys in the 60s, these iconic rock songs, just beautiful music. They, you know, like the, the album Pet Sounds inspired Sgt. Pepper. Some of their songs are just so creative. They're just genius. They're they, brilliant. They, seemed, you saw Love and Mercy. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So Brian Wilson was no longer in the band when the Beach Boys were there. And they're mm-hmm. doing, I know they didn't write this. Song. This was just kind of like a. Like a, ki- a kitschy. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. Right. Production wise, I, I wouldn't say it's their best, but it definitely does evoke feelings of summer. It's about a vacation, right? It's yes. about vacationing in the. The Florida you know, Keys. Key Largo, whatever, <laughs> you know, Jamaica. Yeah. Actually, it says because the, the lyrics are uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Yeah. But it was actually shot in Orlando at Disney World. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, it's so, all, but, yes. but it evokes, it definitely evokes vacation vibes, summer vibes. Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. As most of the Beach Boys songs do, if you ever watch Beach Boys videos. Very good. Of the Beach Boys singing their songs. Fair enough. I understand. All right. So this is a good time to take a break. We'll, uh, we'll pause for a small break and uh, we'll be right back. Hello, Pam. 
Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Difference that was a good break. <laughs> what did you do? Oh my god, I got so much done. Okay, so we're um, talking summer songs, our favorites. Okay, what do you got? All right, so we're still talking movies. Well, you're talking movies. I am talking movies. Oh yeah, um, I got something. Okay, so when I say oh yeah, what do you think? What if I went oh yeah? Let's see. This is set in Chicago. It's a movie. It's from a movie set in Chicago. It's an iconic '80s actor. Who's still acting today, doing some great things, but uh, he was in a lot of teen movies. You can't tell me who he is. He takes over the city of Chicago near the end of the movie. Oh, Ferris Bueller? Yes. And his day off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's by Yellow. Ferris Bueller. Many times. Woohoo! Yay! See, I'm right. not totally off no, my you're, you're you know, great. Off parents. You never showed me. I watched it at summer camp. Every year, movie night, they showed the same movie. Shh. Don't act like you had anything. To <laughs> <this>. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I tried to show it to you and you said you'd already seen it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. You're right. I am a slacker parent. <laughs> okay. And so, in this one, the, the garage doors open, Cameron. You know Cameron. Of course. Yes. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. And then 
Sarah says, it is his fault he didn't lock the garage. <laughs> it's crazy. And yes. so then cue the music. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, this is a legit car. I just looked it up. It's sold for. Are you ready for this? How much would you, I mean, it's a... This specific car or just the yes, model of a this, car? this uh, version of this car. There were only less than 100. This says... But it were, wasn't the one from the film. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it was one of 56 ever made. So maybe it was. There's a one in 56 chance it was, but I don't think it was. How much? Give me a guess. Throw mm-hmm. out a number. Half a million dollars? What do you think? I was going to say around $400,000. Okay. Uh, you're close. $17.16 million. Yeah, I know. That's the reaction I thought. One of only 56 ever made and only 37 with these desirable covered headlights. This was the first. So the headlight gives it another 5 million or something? I guess if I had 17 point something million dollars to throw around, I might. This was, yeah. This was the first time this particular example was ever offered for sale to the public in its 55 year history. It's crazy. That is crazy. And I don't even think with an extra $17 million, that's what I'd be spending it on. How much do you have to love cars, really? You really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this band, Yellow, they were putting the song down and like, well, what are you going to do? Just say, just say, oh, yeah. It's like, and it was like a duo. And the yeah. guy's like, I'm not going to do that. His name was Dieter. <laughs> <laughs> are German? It's, yeah. They're yeah. Ger- describing the composition of Oh, Yeah. He said, first I did the music. Then I invited Dieter to sing along. And he came up with some lines, which I thought, no, Dieter, it's too complicated. We don't need that many lyrics. I had, the, I had the idea of just this guy, a fat little monster, sits there, relaxed, and says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I told him, why don't you just try to sing on and on, oh, yeah. Dieter was very angry when I told him this, and he said, are you crazy all the time? Oh, yeah. Are you crazy? I can't do this. Anyway, well, so they tried. Yeah, so he was trying some different lyrics, and, you know, they yeah. settled on, oh, yeah, and the rest is history. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's an iconic song. Even you know that. Right? Yeah, As of I, course, yeah. From the movie. Because you've seen it many, many times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you got? I'm going with Kim Wilde, Kids in America. Oh, good one. Yes. Thank you very much. Why? Hello. Why? Well, we did a cheer to it in high school. I danced to oh, it so, in high school. So there you go. So that's my, yeah. Okay. You did a cheer to it. Do you still remember part of the routine? If I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out a dirty old window, down below the cars in the city go rushing by. I sit here alone and I wonder why Friday night and everyone's home I can feel the heat but it's soothing heading down I search for the beat in this steady town Downtown the young ones are growing Downtown the young ones are growing We're the kids in America We're the kids in Were you in cheer or what were you? What yes, were you? I was. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. But I was a class cheerleader. What does so that mean? It means I was elected rather than. Well, that's I cool. Had to audition. She was a popular girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe, what but would you maybe think? Not talented. Exactly. No, I don't. I don't know. Well, elected meaning. You yeah, know. like you, people voted for you. They and, saw you perform. I yeah. yeah. Nice. I was a class cheerleader twice. No, I was not talented. At all. Not talented by any means, by yeah, any stretch of the imagination. I remember you telling me about your tryout to the song, what's it called, Mickey? 
Oh. No, we did a dance to we did do a dance to Mickey. Oh, okay. I don't remember the song that I tried out for, but you know the story. Oh, it was some it was the um the boy band that you liked when you were in high school. I can't the Bay City Rollers. No, because that was that was younger. No, we did not. No. I can't remember this. You're, I love that you're remembering all my favorite yeah. songs. That means a lot to me. That's good. But I don't even remember the song we tried out to. But the girl, do you remember? I told you about the girl who who you, you tried out in Paris. Mm-hmm. And the girl next to me did some like amazing trick. She must have been a gymnast, and I was a. Did you know gymnast. she was going to do that? No, I mean we weren't dancing together. They just oh. put us together for the oh, tryouts. Okay. Oh, okay. And she. You know, did some kind of amazing jump and landed in the splits. Uh, I could never look luck it. of the draw. Yeah. Well, I, I can't Which, say that I would have made it anyway, but I was elected, so we didn't do my. We only did probably did one cheer at games, but we did pep rallies. Okay, and it was and the it was kids in kids. We in did America. dance to kids in America. We did one to Mickey too, which I may have told you when we when we talked about Mickey. Yeah. That's fun. But I love the song and Kim Wilde. This song, remember when the song first came out? I do remember that. Yeah. So it was 1982. Yes. Yeah, the song was written by her brother and her dad, which was funny. And so they're from Chiswick, England, which might explain the questionable geography in the lyrics, New York to East California. Because if you if you landed in East California, they say you'd probably end up in the Mojave Desert. Yeah. That's funny. To, I never know, thought of it like that. Also, yeah. East California could just as well be wet. It's a pretty narrow state. Could you know? Yeah, East California. isn't. That's funny because it's kind of like um, <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. My friend who grew up in Michigan said that there's no such thing as North Detroit. Really? Yeah. Or was it South? Yes. No, oh, South, South Detroit. Detroit. South Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Just a girl. Only girl living out in South Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's, not, that's not. Yeah. That's not a place. That's not. <laughs> that's funny. That's by someone who lives. Yeah. Steve Perry, who grew up in San Francisco, who lived in East California, you know, in Oakland. See, we call it Northern California. Yeah. Right, exactly. No one who knows anything about California would, would refer to any part of California as East California. There's the north, there's the south, and then there's like the desert. And the west the west coast would Se- be. Yes. And the funny thing you is got it's, your central. it's yeah. all desert. It's all a chaparral, but there's like the desert and then there's the desert desert. But lyrically <laughs> and musically speaking, it flows wonderfully. And yeah. so that's why that works. East California. East California. Mm-hmm. And we, we accept it. It's in a lyric. It must be, it's something. Yeah. Uh, well, you knew, I mean, you knew back then also the Brits were obsessed at the time. The way we are with Brits and England and... Londoners, yeah, they were fascinated with Americans and sure. America. And that's Still why it are works. so. No, yes, I love the song. So that's, uh, that's great. Yeah, from her self-titled 1982 album, Kim Wilde. Nice. All right, so uh, good up. Oh, we're going to the quiz deck. You're going to pick. I'm going to ask you. Or maybe uh, Chelsea could play Alex Trebek and ask, ask the question, ask and we'll both we'll both buzz in. That's a great idea. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to pick the card. No, let Chelsea do all the hard work. So she's going to pick, and then she's going to read us the question. Yes. Okay. And we'll chime in. Okay. Here we go. Okay. And read the sentences slowly because usually Dave can answer the question after the first sentence. Okay. Are we just to slam the, slam the table? Don't hit any <laughs> or just, buttons or over scream there. Your, or just, scream your name. Okay. You right. Say, like on the radio. Okay. I'm, I'm Dave. You'll be Holly. <laughs> Interesting. For this episode only. Interesting. <laughs> okay. We're inter- not allowed to say it. I told Dave we're not allowed to say the word interesting at home. We have to come up with another adjective. Well, I was using it ironically because those are not interesting choices. They are, in fact... The only choices that make sense. So, Oh, millennials. But I am, too, against using the word interesting. I, I refrain from it at all costs. Should we do nicknames, then? No, I'm going to be Holly. Okay. And you are going to be Dave. Go. Due <laughs> to their amazing longevity, the history of the Rolling Stones might best be considered by decade rather than by year. 
which of the following Stones events did not take place in the 80s? Option A, Tattoo You was released. Option B, one of the Stones turned 50. Option C, the band performed on Saturday Night Live. Or option D, the band was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Holly. Go ahead. I don't think they were inducted in the 80s. I know they were. They were no. inducted in the 80s. Okay, then so I know what I'm, it was. It's either 50 or SNL, because Tattoo You came out yeah. in like 82. It is one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Saturday Night Live, like the whole band. So in 82, let's see. So I we think had, they were on so Saturday Night Live. So if they played Tattoo You, if Tattoo You came out in 82, probably they played SNL. So then we'll have to go with Turn 50. Oh. False. The Rolling Stones performed Shattered on Saturday Night Live on October 7th, 1978. All the other events happened in the 80s. Tattoo You, the band's second biggest selling non-compilation album to date, behind only 1978's Same Girls. Some Girls. Some Girls. girls, (laughs) Was released on August 30th, 1981 and included the singles Start Me Up, Hang Fire, and Waiting on a Friend. So, not turning 50. That would have been in the 80s. well, let's yeah, see. So they were twi- no, so they're twenty in the six. So they were twenty in the sixties. So they were probably turning forty in the eighties, and then you fifty know, in the nineties. Yeah, fifty in the nineties. Because that would make them close to ninety. See, I'm not. Right? I'm not good at math. Quick math, though. So. Bassist Bill Wyman, oldest member of the Stones, celebrated right. his fiftieth birthday on October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. The Rolling Stones were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at ceremonies held in New York City on January eighteenth, nineteen eighty nine. I remember seeing the Dang. Stones on Saturday Night Live in seventy eight. And it was creepy for me, or just weird, because um, Mick Jagger stuck his tongue inside Ron Wood's ear during the middle of the song. I was like, "Oh my God, what what is this? what's happening?" <laughs> it was, you know, for a you know twelve, thirteen year old kid to see. <laughs> is this rock? Was that weird? It left me confused, and I had a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and now all have been answered. No, I'm still questioning everything. But anyway, okay. Thank you, Chelsea. That was awesome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on. All right. So so until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Thanks for listening to What Difference Does It Make. Check you later. Over now. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.